Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. It is great to be with you. We're trying to find our penned uh, friend, Robert Cahaley of the Trafalgar Group, one of the nation's best uh, pollsters. Very interesting to me, uh, looking at the real clear politics surveys, um, the Senate is moving. Uh, They're now looking at uh, 53 Republicans and 47 Democrats, so that's a gain of three seats, which is, i tell you, one or two more than anybody thought uh, a week or two ago or three weeks ago. And it just, um, I, I don't know, look, nobody's smart enough to know these polls are moving, and I don't know every factor that's involved. But I, I want to just come back to this point I made at the top of the show, and I talked a bit with Mike Goodwin about it. Distinguished Pulitzer Prize winner, New York Post columnist. You know, Joe Biden is out there, and every time he goes out there, he loses confidence in himself. He's making statements that are flatly untrue. You know, like, I I didn't stop production of oil and gas. Well, of course he did, and everybody knows that. Uh, Yesterday he was out there saying, well, we cut the budget deficit by $1.4 No, you didn't. The uh, automatic COVID relief emergency measures ran off, and you've actually increased the deficit in borrowing by $5 trillion because of all your spending plans, uh, which has been one of the principal causes, the principal fiscal cause of inflation. People know that. I mean, he just can you, – you just can't say to people, white is black, black is white. You just can't do that. Americans are too smart. They have too much common sense. And if you step back even more, the whole radical, woke, progressive, you know, Newt Gingrich correctly calls it big government socialism. The thing has failed, okay? In a, in a year, a little more than a year, and going back to this past winter when the economic GDP fell and down two straight quarters, we're in a recession or the front end of a recession. Biden took this thing. From 6.5% growth, that's a big number, at the time of his inaugural in the first quarter of the year. He inherited that from his predecessor, my former boss, Donald Trump. 6.5% growth. The inflation rate was roughly 1.5%. We had rebounded from the COVID disaster very, very well. Yes, did we spend a lot of money in 2020? Yes, we did. We had to. The country needed it. But then those programs should have been worked off. Anyway, Biden made the case that there was a bad recession and an economic crisis, and so they pushed through that $1.9 trillion bill in March of 2021. And all Democrats voted for it. And it was a terrible mistake. And that was what launched the inflation that has plagued us now for 18 months or so, which is the number one issue in every poll. What's the big issue? Inflation. Now, that shouldn't have happened. You did have some Democratic economists, guys like Larry Summers of Harvard. All right. I'm going to stop yapping around. We got Leora Levy, who is doing very well in Connecticut, friend of mine, 
run for the Senate against Richard Blumenthal, who's been there for 500 years and has voted for every spending bill ever known to mankind. So, Leora, uh, glad you could come on a little earlier. We're going to have a little a little downtime, you and me, two pals talking. Uh, you got Happy some, to do that. <laughs> you got some momentum in the race. Um, and I wanted to ask you about Biden's press conference yesterday. He says he's lowered the deficit by $1.4 trillion, but the reality is all his spending plans, which your opponents supported, has actually increased deficits and borrowing by $5 trillion, which I think is one of the main causes of inflation. So what do you think? I agree with you, and you know who else agrees, agrees with you? Larry Summers. Yes, that's Democrat, right. Democrat, <laughs> economist. He agrees with us. And I can tell you, here on the ground, the prices of everything in Connecticut are unaffordable. Whether it's our food prices that have increased 18% just for staples like milk and eggs and, and chicken, whether it's electricity bills, we have the second highest electricity rates in the country, and my opponent has a lot to do with that from his time as attorney general. I'm happy to expand if you'd like. And our gasoline prices, we just filled up the price here in upstate Connecticut was for cash, three seventy nine nine for regular, just right now, and more if you if you use your credit card, which a lot of people are doing these days to put put it off. But then they incur the the uh, risk of interest charges. You know, things are very expensive. Home heating oil. Last week, a supporter texted me. He bought a hundred gallons last year. He paid two dollars a gallon. Last week, he paid $5.68 mm. a gallon. Mm. This is this means people have to make hard choices, and it's going to be a long, cold winter. I'm very concerned. It's the result of all of the failed economic policies of this administration, rubber stamped by Dick Blumenthal. Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is about this guy, he's been around forever. He's voted for, as far as I can tell, Leora Levy, he's voted for every spending bill uh, enthusiastically. And he's voted against anything to do with fossil fuel production. Now, you know, you're not against renewables, but you have to be out of your mind to be against fossil fuels. And as you were just saying, with all these energy prices, particularly in the Northeast, we have it in New York, you got it in Connecticut. Uh, if they had done pipelines, if they had opened up the spigots, I mean, it just seems to me your opponent is in the middle of all of the economic decline that we are now experiencing. He is absolutely responsible for that. He has equal culpability to those Democrat governors and legislators because as attorney general, he opposed a gas pipeline for Connecticut. He he made sure that we closed Indian Harbor, at, uh, sorry, Indian Point, um, nuclear plant and that our electric companies have to buy electricity on the spot market at the most expensive prices. He also made sure that those companies are not allowed to transmit and distribute the electricity. There have to be middleman companies doing that, adding another layer of cost to the um, consumers here in Connecticut. That's why we have the second highest electricity rates in the country, second only to Hawaii. Mm. Uh, this is untenable. It, it Life doesn't have to be this way. 
I just urge the voters of Connecticut to understand we can change. We can, life can go back to feeling normal again. People aren't asking to live extravagantly or luxuriously. They just want to provide a good home, opportunity for their kids. They want to, you know, people work hard for their money. They should be entitled to keep it. And, and inflation is a tax on the middle class and on on everybody um, who is working. It's, it's not right. Lior it's Levy. really unfair. It, it's a tax. It's especially hard for retirees and the elderly who live on fixed incomes. The average 401k in this country has declined $34,000 this year. $34,000. That's a lot of money. I know my parents are having a hard time. They're 90 and 91 on a fixed income. Mm. This is this is really tough. Leora Levy, you're closing in the polls, the latest poll. We're trying to get hold of Bob Cahalli, but anyway, we'll either find him or we won't. Uh, you're down. I don't know. You, you've closed this I thing. I can't hear anything. Uh, hello? Uh, yep, yeah, I'm still here. You, you still okay? Hello, hello? I think we might have lost her. Maybe she's trying. Oh, no, I'm back. I'm yeah. back. Okay. I'm something. We're standing still. I don't know what happened, but oh. I missed everything you just said. I'm uh, sorry. No, it's all right. <laughs> Not a problem. That happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, you're closing in the policy. You're down five points, uh, which is a terrific showing. And uh, there's an upset in the making in Connecticut for this Senate race. What, uh, Lior, what, what, to what do you attribute it? Where's the momentum? What are people saying to you? Why are you closing in on Richard Blumenthal? So I'm closing in on Richard Blumenthal, and frankly, we think it's even better than five points because a lot of our Republican voters don't answer pollsters. They won't even speak to them. So, But I am winning the independence no matter which poll you look at. I'm also campaigning in the Hispanic community. Yo soy Latina, yo hablo español. Mm. Voters know life doesn't have to be like this. And 37-year career politician Dick Blumenthal is out of touch with the voters of Connecticut. They understand that in order to change the things on the ground, the, the life on the ground, we must change the policies, and that therefore we must change the leaders. Dick Blumenthal is the face of Joe Biden. He votes 98.2% of the time with Joe Biden. I've been looking for that other 1.8% of the vote. I can't find any votes that he's taken that differ from Joe Biden. I think he must have missed those votes in the men's room or something. (laughs) You know, I was talking to our friend Lee Zeldin a few moments ago who is closed in. Uh, yeah, Lee's a good friend. Yeah. I, I, I've held fundraisers for him in my house since the day <laughs> he, he re- first ran for Congress. He's yeah. great. He is great. But one of the uh, really interesting things that I want to apply to Connecticut, because you mentioned Hispanic vote, uh, your uh, Cuban heritage. Uh, Zeldin is beaten on the Hispanic vote, Zeldin 54, Hochul 36. I mean, he's got a 20-point lead, Leora Levy. Yep. Now, uh, you speak Spanish. You were just giving us a little Spanish, which is fine. I love to hear it. Uh, your Cuban heritage. Um, are you in the Hispanic community? What are they saying to you? Is the issue there, like it is in New York, a crime issue, an economic issue? Uh, will they go with Leora Levy come election time? 
Yes, they will. In fact, I'm here in Mystic, Connecticut. I was speaking to a a Hispanic uh, family in Spanish. It is the unaffordability of life. Mm. It is the increased crime that everybody is feeling. The personal insecurity, the lack of personal safety everybody feels. It's also the indoctrination of their children in their schools. You know, we Hispanics did not come to America because we thought it was a systemically racist country. We came here because we know America is an exceptional country. It is a land of freedom and opportunity. We want good education for our children to prepare them for their futures. And, and we do not believe it is a racist country. So we don't want them indoctrinated. We want them educated. Well, that's, that's important. Yeah, it is important. That's I'm I'm going to assume like everybody really, but the Hispanic parents want to play a large role in the education of their kids and the curriculum of their kids, and they don't want any of this crazy, uh, you know, critical race theory or bizarre gender and sex ideas. I mean, I'm going to assume they're thinking the same things everybody else is thinking. They absolutely are thinking that. And they want, you know, I support a parental choice when it comes to school, you know, whether they want to send them to public or charter schools or parochial schools. The money should follow the child. And many Hispanic parents want that opportunity also. They want their kids in the best possible schools. So, Leora, just to wind up, uh, I don't want to keep you from the campaign trail uh, the Joe Biden of Connecticut, a.k.a. Richard Blumenthal, has this guy decided he'll actually debate you or does he know that you're going to kick his butt? <laughs> I think he knows it. <laughs> we will have a debate from the way he behaves when I'm when we're in the same place. But uh, <laughs> but I, I we do have an, a debate on November 2nd on uh, Channel 3, which is the CBS affiliate in, mm. in Connecticut. And uh, I am really looking forward to that evening. All right, great. Leora Levy closing in big Senate race in the state of Connecticut. Another upset in the making. The cavalry is coming, folks. Good luck on the campaign trail, Leora. Folks, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm Larry oh, Kudlow. my website. Can I give my yeah, website? give your website. Leora4ct.com. My ads are up, and I'd like them up even more. Any help you can offer would be really well appreciated and put to good use. Thank you. Good luck and God bless. Folks, we'll take a quick break, and I'll be right back. Bye. (laughs) Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.